Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Joining us now uh, for the second time on the show, very, very special guest. Now I just get to call him friend of the program. Once you've been a multi-time guest, that would be Trey Wingo. You guys know him uh, from his many years at ESPN and from his time now as the chief NFL analyst for the Pro Football Network and the chief trends officer for Caesars Sportsbook. Good morning, Trey. How's life? Happy St. Patrick's Day, man. Yeah, happy first day of the league year. And uh, I lo- my favorite thing about the league year, Scott, now is that you know, it's officially 4 o'clock yesterday. All the stuff that we've known for days officially became official yesterday at 4 o'clock. It's, it's kind of funny how this works, right? Everything that we knew already now becomes officially minted at 4 o'clock. It's like the stamp of approval. Yeah, I, I um, you know, we, we have to do a, a bit of writing here at this company and one of my uh, bosses who does not work in on the sports station, he comes into my office yesterday, I don't know, like 10. He's like, hey, I mean, free agency today already. I'm like, well, it kind of started like, you know, a week Monday. ago. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. The legal yeah. tampering period started. Yeah. And we all know that, you know, agents talk and, and GMs yeah. talk and there's there's tampering and all that. So I guess my first question but, to you. But remember, Scott, more importantly, remember, if it's legal, it's not tampering, and if it's tampering, it's not legal. That's my favorite phrase about legal tampering. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, I mean, that that one just went over a few people's heads, but, yeah, it's like it's an oxymoron in and of itself. Um, Trey Wingo, I guess. So, the like, what, you talked about what we already knew and what happened. What we don't know is uh, Deshaun Watson and where he's going to end up. Um, I, You know... I, if someone had said to me someone's going to give up three first, you know, other draft picks, you know, either a second or a third, rookie rookie contracts, but starters all to get a guy that, even though he was cleared, um, you know, in 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 you know, a grand jury, there's still the twenty two suit. My point is, if you had said someone's going to give all that up for him, if you told me that two weeks ago, I would have said inconceivable. But now. It seems like there are multiple teams out there willing to do it. The Saints obviously being one of them, Trey. What is your yeah. take on on both Deshaun Watson and and if it if it is indeed the Saints? Because there are a lot of people that believe it will be. Well, listen, th- there's there's no doubt that he has a a high level skill set that is coveted by a lot of people in the NFL because of the things he's been able to do. And it was a massive thing for him to avoid criminal charges. However, let's just lay the scenario out here, okay? I would not expect any team who makes a trade for Deshaun Watson to see much of him in 2022. You're making this trade for 2023 and beyond, and let me explain. Ben Roethlisberger had one allegation from one woman, no criminal charges, six-game suspension, reduced to four. Ezekiel Elliott had one allegation of misconduct with one woman, no criminal charges, Six-game suspension reduced to four. We are talking about 22 separate incidents. 22, well, actually, that might not be accurate. 22 separate women. I'm not sure how many incidents we're talking about with those 22 women of allegations of misconduct. There is no way that he's not going to escape a massive suspension from the NFL, especially in light of what's going on with the Washington Commanders. It would be an absolute PR disaster for the NFL to just say, yeah, two games, when they have to deal with the public specter of what's going on with one of their owners and the allegations of hundreds, if not thousands, of uh, incidents of misconduct against Daniel Snyder. 
So if you're counting on Deshaun Watson to take your team to the playoffs in 2022, I might want to tell you to recalculate your expectations. This is, as you said, more of a, hey, look, he's, he's 26. You, you plan on having him for over a decade. Right. That's, that's exactly, and, exactly right. You know, it's kind of like, I don't know, man, it, the, just I guess the PR cloud that comes with it. Um, yeah. And you can say what you want. You mentioned Ben Roethlisberger, right? I mean, Ben Ben's probably going to the Hall of Fame. I think he's going to the Hall of Fame, right? He had a great career. And Absolutely. it wasn't yeah. like it was always mentioned, right? But it was always yeah. there. Like, my point is, yeah. you can come, be a model citizen, say all the right. Fair or not, this is just how this is how sports fans have been, right? They've shown us what they yeah. are. And it, it'll always kind of be hanging out there. And, you know, I, I think, obviously, you have to be an elite town. I mean, if he's like... Uh, you know, uh, a starting D tackle, safety, whatever. If if he's at a different position, this isn't happening. But it's quarterback Trey, and there's just not many yep. franchise quarterbacks. And a lot of people will convince themselves that all will be well. But it's, in my opinion, just what you have to give up. There's just there's a there's a big risk there, and um, I, I there is you know there is. But you know, like let's take a look at what the what the potential is if you don't get the quarterback situation right. Okay? Like it, it by all indications, whether or not Deshaun Watson goes to Cleveland or not, it appears that they are moving on from Baker Mayfield, who in twenty eighteen was the number one overall pick in the draft. They thought they had their quarterback. They thought they had a stacked team around him. They thought they had this amazing defense and all these weapons on offense. And it resulted in one playoff win in four seasons and a divorce. And once again, they're in the spin cycle looking for a quarterback. So you're right. It's a lot to give up. But if you can get a guy, you hold on to that guy for dear life. Trey Wingo, our guest, ESPN Lafayette. Were you surprised at uh, the contracts the wide receivers were getting in the first, um, you know, a cycle of free yeah. agency? Yes and no. I mean, like, here's the deal. Like, there's, there's, there's the contracts that the agents put out, and there's the contracts that actually are signed, right? Like, for example, everyone's freaking out about the, the Christian Kirk signing. $72 million, potentially 84 Let me tell you something. It is neither of those things. That is a two-year, $37 million contract, and the rest will vanish like disappearing things. Now, $37 million over two years is a lot of money for a guy like Christian Kirk, but it is what it is. This is not a $72 million contract or an $84 million contract. My friend Andrew Brandt always puts it best. These free agent contracts are two years max. And then in 2024, these guys will be cut or have their deals restructured. I mean, Zadarius Smith left and signed a five-year deal uh, to leave the Ravens to go to Green Bay in 2020. Well, two years later... He was cut, and he's back with the Ravens on another deal that will not get near the dollars that is presented out there. So it's, there's funny money and there's actual money. The only money that ever matters in any of these contracts is what are you guaranteed to get no matter what happens. He is being Lafayette, best ticket in sports. Trey Wingo, I guess. Do you, do you subscribe to the theory that also if you're Jacksonville, you, you, you have to overpay a little bit for free agents because yeah. you're Jacksonville? Yeah. Yeah, they're drunk right now. I mean, they're 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 Mardi Gras combination St. Patty's Day drunk right now in what they're doing. But you're right, they have to because Jacksonville has been a suck fest, for lack of a better term, sure. uh, since the 2017 season. I mean, they just got rid of Miles Jack, who was the last member of that defense. That Man. remember in 2017 had a 10 point lead in the fourth quarter in Foxborough, 
in the AFC Championship game against the Patriots and let it slip away. I mean, that team looked like it was on the cusp, and it's been a disaster ever since. The Urban Meyer thing was just such a joke this past year. And they have to do something. Now, they think they have their quarterback, and they think they're going to try and protect him with some of the moves. Like, Brandon Scherf was a good signing, and, uh, you know, they, they put the tag on Cam Robinson and, and restructured his contract, which gives them flexibility in the draft. They could go Evan Neal or the kid out of North Carolina State, or they could go after an edge presence like Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan. So they have to prove it. It's like Cincinnati, okay? Cincinnati just extended uh, um, Zach Taylor's contract, the head coach, because that was a really smart move because Cincinnati has been notorious for being cheap and just letting things play out under Paul Brown. Well, they're trying to send a message now. We have a quarterback. We have a wide receiver. We believe in our coach. We're going to stick around for a while. And Jacksonville needs to send that message as well. Whether or not it works is a separate thing, but they have to send that message to tell people and let players know we're serious about this. ESPN Lafayette, Trey Wingo, our guest. I know how much you love football all your years, hosting NFL Live, doing so much, the draft. Um, And... I also know you just love sports in general, right? Where does yeah, today yeah. and tomorrow rank for you? Because the like as much as the Final Four is going to be in New Orleans, and it's going to be awesome, but yeah. I always say... And I'll be there. Trey, Trey Wingo will be there. The culmination of it all is, is great, but sometimes you get three stinker of a game. Like the best part right. of the tournament is today and tomorrow, right? Oh, absolutely. Like you, you, you ask yourself to name some of the greatest shots in the history of the tournament and they come from people like Bryce Drew you know at Valpo uh, in 2000 geez well, I can't remember it's 10 years ago maybe maybe more than that 20 years ago Valpo I think that was like 98 he, Trey so sorry yeah, I mean you're I going back like 24 yeah. years I mean it was against the uh, old Miss crazy. right yeah yeah exactly it was a 3-14 matchup and then there's there's you know in the 80s there was a guy from Arkansas named U.S. Reed who heaved one up at the buzzer. There was a kid from Northern Iowa named Maurice Newby who took down Missouri uh, with, a, with a desperation shot at the buzzer in, in, in the 80s. So, like, those iconic moments come from the first two rounds of the, the first two days of the tournament. That's what makes it so much fun. And it's been really crazy over the last couple of years. I think we've had a double-digit seed make it to the Final Four three of the last uh, four tournaments. And we've also had, I think, thirteen seeds or five and seven uh, in That's the last in the last uh, in the last three tournaments. So, I mean, we've we've had a bunch. And the five twelve matchup is always one that drives people crazy. And uh, the five, by the way, of the top eight seeds in the tournament, the five seed is the only seed in the top eight that's never won the tournament. We've had ones, twos, threes, fours, six, sevens, and even an eight in Villanova win. The five seed has never found a way to win the national championship. If only that Gordon Hayward shot had fallen, it would have been the greatest. Exactly right. It would have been the greatest moment in sports history. Here's the thing about Duke, obviously, Trey. Like, if you don't, if someone doesn't have a really strong opinion about Duke, then I, I don't, then I, I just, I don't have a strong opinion about that person. I just don't think they don't know sports. They don't follow sports, right? There's something wrong. I think they're dead. Right. I think they're right. Dead. If you don't have, you, if you don't have a strong opinion about Duke, you don't have right. a pulse, and you need to get to the hospital immediately. Yeah, yeah. My opinion has always been I can't stand him. Um, but you know, my brother-in-law graduated from there. Uh, my old college roommate, huge Duke fan. So like, I've, I've been around Dukies my whole life. Some of my closest friends love Duke, and I can't stand him. But I, I'm really going to miss Coach K. And the fact that this is it for him, um, as yeah. he let everyone know last July and, you know, had a whole farewell tour. And it's been a long, drawn-out thing. But the point is, 
you know, Cal State Fullerton tomorrow and anything after that, every one of those games is just going to have drama you simply can't recreate because the Duke fans obviously all and and I would I would also say probably you know the CEOs at CBS they might not admit it they all want Duke to cut down the nets and go all the way and everybody else that can't stand Duke they want him to lose and they want to see coach K go out on a losing note and the drama that's going to come with each Duke game in this tournament tray it's like it's going to be must-see TV. You can't recreate that anywhere else, what you get in the NCAA tournament. And Duke, to me, is just so polarizing. And they're, they're about as interesting heading into a tournament this time than they've ever been. You're right. And you just hit on something which I think is really interesting. We all love upsets on the first two days of the tournament, but we don't want any of them in the Final Four. Like, we, are, we, we want the Brams. We want the Dukes. We want the North Carolinas. We want the top-tier programs. You know, we want these, these, the Kansases of the world. Those are the, those are the teams, whether we want to admit it or not, those are the teams we want to see in the Final Four. We'll take the upsets in the first couple of rounds. Two seed, get out. You know, third, uh, three seed, fine. We want those number ones. We want those guys. We want those players in attendance. And we only had it one time. I think we're all from number one seeds made it to the final four, and that was 2008. So it's this weird dichotomy. Like, we, we love the buzzer beaters and we love the upsets early, but give me the brand names late because that's what drives viewers, absolutely. And Duke is the biggest part of that that there is. ESPN Lafayette, best ticket in sports. Uh, Trey Wingo, our guest. So, Caesar Sportsbook, Trey, I know you, you guys are doing great things there. And um, as far as the tournament goes, I mean, folks fill out their brackets, but there's a whole lot more you can do for some of our listeners out there that are looking, hey, I got my sportsbook app, want to check it out. Maybe you haven't checked out Caesars yet. What do you guys have going on for the tournament just on a regular basis? Oh, yeah. Listen, we're doing a bunch of stuff there. Like I said, we'll be down there in New Orleans for the Final Four at Caesars Superdome. But we're starting this thing called Super Boosts. And it's basically just some things that, that are uh, personal to me and some of the other people like Kenny. We'll, you'll find those in the app starting in the next couple of weeks. Basically, some, some things that I enjoy, like, for example, the Masters is coming up. We're going to do some super boosts on whether an international player or an American player will win. You know, the idea of the second round a leader actually finding a way to get to the finish line, which is always so difficult at Augusta. So those kind of things will be coming up on the app pretty soon. But basically... You know, the best thing about the app is win or lose, you get Caesars rewards points, and that can be traded in and, and used for dinner, reservations at hotels, tickets to shows, all that kind of stuff. So even if you're not winning the money, you're still getting the points, and that makes it a lot of fun. Cool. Trey Wingo has been our guest. You know, I, I, I struck out earlier. You lob one up for me with legal tampering, and I should have said, you keep using that phrase. I do not think it means what you think, think it means. means. I mean, what was I doing? I totally blew it. <laughs> Let me explain. There isn't enough time, so I'll just sum up. Okay. Uh, you, you being a, a, a Baylor grad, is that like, yeah. does that fan in you still come out for the tournament? I mean, you're oh, def- defending yeah. champs. Are you, you ready? I, how, what do you, there are one seed. What chances do you give them this year, Trey? Listen, I think they're going to win it all because uh, I was there last year. Nobody thought they would make it last year. Uh, we were in Indianapolis for the whole thing, and to see Scott – Listen, when, when, when Scott took over that Baylor program, it was DOA, dead on arrival, dead in the water. There was nothing there after the, after the, uh, the scandal with everything that happened. And to see him do what he's done has been absolutely remarkable. And he could have left 100 times over and gotten a great job somewhere else. He chose to stick it out and build something. And I, I couldn't be prouder of what he's accomplished here, and I couldn't be happier for him 
and the way that program has sort of become a gold standard, for lack of a better term. So I, I'm super thrilled, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing them have a great run. All right, so he's got he's got Baylor going all the way. Uh, I, he may not admit whether it, is that a total homer thing or is that a, you know complete total homer thing? Complete homer. They are thing. one seed, but but I'm, I'm, I'm I, my chips are all the way in, buddy. Good stuff. Uh, y'all give Trey a follow on Twitter if you're not already. He's close to a million followers uh, at Wingo Z. W-I-N-G-O-Z. Trey, man, it's always fun chatting with you. Um, All the best. Have fun in New Orleans in a couple of weeks. I know you will, but enjoy the games today, man. Happy St. Patty's Day, and um, have fun storming the castle. Uh, Take a miracle. We'll talk later. All right, Trey. Appreciate it, man. That is Trey Wingo.